You have found yourself at the Rocker Dog Podcast, the show that talks to musicians about their canine companions. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Dill, along with my golden doodle, Charlie, who really does all the heavy lifting around here. And today we welcome singer-songwriter Brooke Annabelle. Brooke is a Pittsburgh-bred artist with four albums under her belt, including 2016's A Simple Fear, which won the Best Folk Singer-Songwriter Album at the 2016 Independent Music Awards. She will release her new album, Better By Now, later this month on September 30th. She currently calls Rhode Island home with her wife and these two dogs. Okay, Um, I will start with Sherman, who is just turned 15 years old. He's a 10 pound Chihuahua and he was my wife's dog before we even met. So she's had him his whole life. Um, he is all feist and, uh, yeah, (laughs) it takes, it takes a while to break into his world, but once you do, he is the sweetest. Um, and our other dog is, I like to call her a purebred mutt because she's just beautiful, but she's like five different kinds of, uh, dog and she's wild and a handful but she is super sweet and um yeah so that's i didn't say her name though her name is rigby named after eleanor rigby my favorite beatles song okay um (laughs) and that's the the short intro to them i'm sorry how old was rigby rigby is about two and a half we got her at the very beginning of the pandemic in early may she was a puppy okay it's funny you you you've described her as hyperactive super mutt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and do you know any of the combination that uh, that mutts her up? She um, so she's a rescue. We got her from this awesome uh, rescue organization in Massachusetts that brings a lot of dogs come up from like Alabama and d- down south. And she was uh, found in the woods in Alabama with a litter of puppies and two moms, which we thought was great because we're now she has two moms at home here too. <laughs> nice. um, and one of her litter mates had a DNA test. So that's like what we base her general uh, mm-hmm. makeup on. And it was like cattle dog, border collie, pit bull, beagle, chow chow and something <laughs> like this, like probably lab in there too. A, a true mud. Um, yeah. It's funny. It, it is a beautiful dog. I mean, Thank it is you. a good, good looking dog. No offense <laughs> to Sherman. Sherman's very cute, but like yeah. um, for a girl, the word handsome comes up, but just mm-hmm. so good looking. Yeah. And when we got her, I should, I should mention when we got her, we had two chihuahuas at the time. Um, another teenage chihuahua who we unfortunately lost uh, last summer. It's been a little over a year. So we, we were a three dog family for a little while and it was it was a lot. <laughs> right. Now, what instigated you getting Rigby if you had two dogs already? Well, um, I think, you know, I we had always wanted to to get a puppy at some point, but it was like our lives were so crazy. We're like, we couldn't even imagine uh, taking that on. And then it was like a month into basically lockdown and we had, I had a lot of canceled work. We had a postponed wedding. We were all just stuck at home. So we're like, what should we do? Let's, I was like, okay, let's, cause I was basically the one that was like, 
no, I don't want to do three dogs. Two is enough. And then I was like, gave my wife the go ahead. And then we like, wouldn't we, all we did was like, look at puppies and rescue dogs online, like <laughs> for weeks in April of 2020 until we found her. Okay. It's funny. Now what steered you towards her after kind of, you know, you're open to finding something and trust me now that I've started this show and have every rescue on my Instagram, mm -hmm. it's so hard. You know, I, I, I have a dog now and I think ahead, I'm like, how am I going to choose from what's out there? Yeah. You know, how did um, you kind of make your way to Rigby? Well, we had applied for a couple different rescue organizations in the area just sort of waiting to like, there were so many people trying to get dogs then too. Right. Um, that, so we had applied for a couple dogs before her that we didn't get, but like you said, you follow all the, all the, um, social media accounts of these rescue organizations. And I, I think I was literally like exercising and flipped on Instagram and her picture popped up and they had pictures of her litter. And I was like, Oh my God, this is the one we have to, and her whole litter was all, they were all black and white, except for her. She was brown and brown and black. And I was like, let's, let's ask for the brown one, the brown one. And um, yeah, just, we had already had an application in with them. So it was sort of like just by chance that we Good the timing, timing everything. was right. Yeah. Did you want a, did you want a boy or a girl specifically, or just kind of what kind of presented really, itself? Yeah. We didn't really have, um, we had the two boys at home, so we were kind of intrigued by maybe getting a girl, but didn't really have, like, I, that's happened to me before where it's like, oh, you, you think you want to get the, a boy cat and then you get a girl cat. Cause I've had cats in, in the past and, um, it just, yeah, that's just how it turned out. Okay. And what was the dynamic between the three once they were brought together? <laughs> well, um, so that was the other reason that we wanted to get a puppy was because, so Sherman uh, and his brother, Cubby, who's the one that passed, they had lived their whole life together, like best buds. Um, and a year or two before we got Rigby, um, Cubby had developed this sort of like, there's like dog dementia, which I didn't know was even a thing until he started having all these weird symptoms. One of which was he like turned on his brother. Like he had, he would start like, going after him um, right. to the point where we had to start keeping them in, in separate parts of the house. And it was so sad because they'd always been best buds and Sherman seemed so lonely. And um, so we wanted to get a pal for, for Sherman. Um, and yeah, his, his initial response. He, he to got having, me one that's three feet taller than me. <laughs> well, that's the crazy thing. When we got her, she was only 15 pounds. Right. So they were like kind of the same size and <laughs> he just would boss her around. Like he, yeah. Like I said, it takes a little bit of patience to get on his good side and he definitely played hard to get but now they like love each other and yeah she's like 55 pounds and he's 10 pounds so they're they're a pretty funny duo i'd say yeah. it's funny back to instagram they are the pictures of them together they look like you know that they're pals and they yeah. definitely have like a, a a rhythm to them or a sync to them or it's like they're always stand you know standing perfectly and they're very photogenic it's very funny <laughs> yeah um you also alluded to that 
Sherman maybe wasn't as welcoming to you? I mean, did you have okay. to win him over being new into the, the relationship? So when I first met Sherman, I got the speech that everybody gets. It's just pretend he's not there. Just ignore him and like, don't look him in the eyes, you know? <laughs> um, I followed those rules. I just pretended he wasn't there. And even, even if he comes and sits next to you on the couch, don't touch him. Don't look at him. Just let him be. And I followed these rules very strictly every time I spent time with him. And now we just have a very special bond. And you, I just learned to like read when he doesn't want attention, mm -hmm. when he doesn't, you, there's just, uh, I think I'm very good at reading his, his emotional <laughs> needs and whatever he's open to receiving at the time. Right. What's well, funny, is that his personality? Like, I'm, I'm sorry, your, your partner is Nikki? Yeah. That was her dog. Yeah. So she gave you this advice, but it was it, was it that Sherman likes to kind of be in charge? He's not a touchy feely dog. So let him approach you, let him do what he does. Don't over emphasize yeah. your attention on him. He's one of those dogs that really senses if a person is anxious around him and he's way mellowed out in the last like six years, but he he would like go after people's ankles, you know, like he right. has been known to do, <laughs> to do that. So, um, yeah, she, she got him as a puppy. And like the first time she tried to give him a bath, he like turned on her and she was like, what is this little gremlin? Um, so he definitely has a gremlin side of him, but it's been, it's definitely been mellowing out as right. he's gotten older. And he just, I mean, he loves to cuddle. Right. He just, yeah, you just have to, to know him first. <laughs> and was Cubby similar in personality? No, Cubby was like, loved everyone and was just like instantly uh charming and cuddly with everyone he met like kids men adult you know there's sherman has his issues with kids he can't be he doesn't right i don't know what that is but um yeah cubby was very much the opposite and cubby was my my wife's first uh i guess adult uh, as an adult her her first dog and she thought, oh, this personality of this chihuahua is so amazing. I'm going to get another one. She got Sherman <laughs> and he was so different. But um, yeah, he Covey was something special for sure. <laughs> well, it's funny. I, I, I can't answer this question by your last answer. But I, one of my questions I was going to ask was there's a photo in which Sherman has on his harness, do not pet. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. to get, you know, people in public not to come up and he, yeah, engage. he attracts like, like kid, little kids will just walk straight up to him. People <laughs> want, want the attention of, of that dog. And, um, yeah, you, some, some dogs, you gotta just, you gotta ask first, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Cause when I saw that photo, I was like, he's so small and he's so cute, but it makes perfect sense. It makes yeah. perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Um, so you, you mentioned, um, having cats. Did you grow up with dogs? Do you have a history with dogs? <laughs> No, I always, always wanted a dog when I was a kid. Um, for whatever reason, we just weren't ever allowed to have one. So I had to live vicariously through my friends and my, um, my aunt and uncle lived next door. Actually, they had a dog that I loved. My first job was like throwing a ball for a dog after school <laughs> for like, you know, 20 bucks a month or something. Um, but I never had my own dog until my adulthood. Um, yeah, only cats before that. So right. Um, 
I'd also like to say that I've discovered you, and to this point, you seem to make friends with dogs very easily. You have <laughs> you have Booker that's on Instagram. Oh, I yeah, believe yeah, he's yeah. Uh, Holly Mayer in Nashville. Mm -hmm. um, and you had Mavis, who was oh. one of your producer's dogs. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like wherever I go, when there's dogs there, I am... Um, I instantly make friends. Um, actually, recently I was on tour and stayed at someone's house. They weren't there, but their dogs were there. And I was like, well, are they going to be excited that we're there? And they're like, oh, they'll be very happy that you're there. So I, I let them sleep in bed with me because I was like, well, their parents are gone. And like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Mavis was my producer uh, on my last, my, my new record that, um, I'm putting out this year. Um, that was his chihuahua in at his studio in his house. And first day she comes out like belly up. Like, I'm like, Oh, this is the best. This is, <laughs> this is awesome. She was a hardcore cuddler. So that's nice. Does that put you, does this, does that do something mentally for you, especially when you're there for work or, or to oh, yeah. you know do a job is put you at ease and, you know, yeah. Is it, a, is it a therapy dog in a way for you? Totally. I think that dogs are such like an interesting social buffer, you know, if they're just, they're just calming and they're entertaining when you're, you know, hanging out. And yeah, I just, she literally, Mavis was like on my lap the whole time we were, when I wasn't playing guitar, she was like, she'd find me and, and sit there. And yeah, it was just, just calming. Right. Is that one of your dogs in the back? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's Charlie. He gets credit as a producer and, you know, he does all the <laughs> nice. work behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, as a dog lover that you are now, what advice do you have to anyone who would be looking to get a dog? I mean, I feel like, wow, it's a lot of work, but um, it's really rewarding. And I, I think... I have in my mind, like what, you know, when I was growing up, I always wanted a golden retriever and like, it was going to be this perfect, like dream scenario of everything. Like you have to be open to whatever your dog's like quirks are going to be. All right. <laughs> and you have to be ready for, for working through those things with the dog, because they're just like humans. They all have their own like anxieties or, you know, things that you, you just, maybe don't imagine when you imagine the dream dog scenario and mm -hmm. Rigby has been teaching me a lot about that <laughs> and but I love the heck out of her so I guess I don't know if that's good advice but it's something now what do you think your dogs think of you um well they seem really happy whenever we come home <laughs> so and they always want to follow us around and cuddle with us and does coming um, home include like going out to the mailbox for 30 seconds and then coming back yeah, in and getting a yeah, soldier's a, welcome a lot of times like yeah just going out for even 30 minutes and we come back in the house and they come we like have to walk up our basement steps and there's a door and they're always right behind the door ready to just stick their their noses through and greet us and yeah that's that's a pretty nice welcome home <laughs> and like Rigby's the kind of dog that you could just like physically put your whole body on her and hug her and she just when you get up to leave she's like well where are you going I need more of that so <laughs> are they followers do they follow you everywhere 
Sometimes, yes. But most of the time we keep them downstairs because we don't like Sherman going up and down the steps because he's getting older. Um, so yeah, when, when I'm like cooking or something, they're always underneath, <laughs> like trying to be as close as possible in the kitchen at all times. Yeah. Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, we wind up each show with what I'm calling the zoomies and that's the last five <laughs> questions done in awesome. quick succession. Uh, the first question is, do you kiss your dogs on the mouth? Um, pretty much like on the whiskers, like right on the, on the side. Little and that was, side. that was definitely a new thing for, for Rigby. I, yeah. Does Sherman allow that? Um, I don't think he would enjoy that. I usually go between <laughs> the eyes for the most part. Okay. <laughs> um, number two is, has either dog licked anyone more famous than you? Probably Sherman because. Nikki is also in music and has taken him a lot of places, but uh, yeah, pro- I would guess Sherman has, but I had, he hasn't told me. So. Okay. okay. Can't name <laughs> names. Um, in the rock and roll community, would either dog be a fan, a critic, a roadie or a groupie? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think Sherman would be a critic just because he gives a lot of tough love or whatever. And uh, Rigby would probably be a, a groupie because she gets obsessed with you as soon as she knows you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, number four is, do you have a dog voice? Mm, yeah, it's probably pretty embarrassing. <laughs> do you have a distinct one for each dog or just same dog voice for, each, uh, for both? I think same, like same kind of, yeah, same kind of voice. Just, I can't do it. I'll spare you. Is it the typical <laughs> go high, high pitched, you know, is it always yeah. higher? Okay. Yeah, Cutesy mm-hmm. talk. All right. I'll spare oh, you. Oh yeah. Lots of nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> Such as? Uh, well, Sherman, we call him Sherman Pants. So then we call him Pants, uh, Shermie, obviously, uh, Shermanator, uh, <laughs> Shermander. And then Rigby is like Biggie, Riggy, Big Rig, Goo Face, Gooey. Just lots of names. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And finally, uh, number five, is there a dog organization or charity that you'd care to call out? Sure. Yeah. I mean, the, the organization that we got Rigby from is called Brown Dog Coalition. Um, ironically, it's not all brown dogs. It must, that just must be like their origin story, but um, yeah, they're, they're doing so much great stuff, rescuing dogs and uh, adopting them out in the New England area. Um, their, their Instagram is always so, uh, well curated, like (laughs) there's the stories that they put together for each dog and, or each litter. It's just, I really enjoy, uh, that's where we got our, our dog and, um, like watching what they continue to do. Great. Great. That's perfect. Um, do you have anything to promote? I know you have uh, a new album coming out. Yeah, I have a new album coming out in September and I've put a couple singles out so far that are available to listen to now and um, the record will be out on September 30th and yeah, lots of lots of dogs involved in making, <laughs> making the record always around but um, yeah, I've got some shows in mostly the, the Northeast um, this, this fall and I'm also going to Europe this fall so um, yeah, tons of, tons of performances and, and new music. 
Excellent. We'll keep an eye out for you. And uh, just want to say thank you for giving me your time. And it was great yeah. to learn about Rigby, Sherman, and Cubby. Yeah, I'd talk, I'd talk about them all day. So <laughs> when I got the email, I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to do this. <laughs> Perfect. That's, it's, you, you gave me the response I love to hear. Great. <laughs> but thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. All right. Thank you, Brooke Annabelle. You can keep tabs on Brooke at her website, brookeannabelle.com, as well as the usual socials. Her dogs are on social as well and can be found on Instagram at Cub Sherman Rigby. The dog rescue she'd like everyone to know about is the Brown Dog Coalition, who despite their name is an all color, all breed and all age rescue dedicated to finding abandoned dogs and cats loving forever homes. Their coalition of volunteers, fosters, and veterinarians save animals from an overcrowded southern shelter and find adoptive homes in the New England area. Learn more and show them some love at browndogcoalition.com. Thanks as always for tuning in. Please help us spread the word of the Rocker Dog Podcast to fellow dog lovers who might like a weekly 30-minute dose of dog stories. Talk to us on Instagram at Rocker Dog Podcast. We have a pretty active and fun feed. And join us next week for a truly incredible new episode that starts with unimaginable cruelty and ends with remarkable resilience and compassion. It's a truly great story, and I hope everyone tunes in. Until then, kiss those dogs on the mouth. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.